Sarah, are you ready? I'm a lady. And welcome to Idol Days, the show about idol anime. I'm Star. And I'm Sarah. And we are back. We're back. Sorry about the week delay. I couldn't talk because my throat hurt really bad. Yeah, your, your sore throat cleared up like the last day we could have recorded <laughs> to reco- to have an episode out last week. And I was like, let's just, let's just wait. I, I'm I, I didn't learn from Love Live uh, season one, like original Love Live, and I went out in the rain, and I got sick. And you collapsed in the middle of a concert. It's Sarah, just like Honoka. Me and Honoka. not supposed to do that. Yeah, you and Honoka have a lot in common. Uh, you yes. both go out in the rain mm-hmm. and catch colds. Uh, you're both robots. Beep boop. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Two things. <laughs> Two things. <laughs> Got two things, and that's it. <laughs> but yes, we are back for part two of Nijikasaki. You know what, Sarah? You know what? It just occurred to me. Oh no! Uh, we took a long vacation between season one and season two of Nijikasaki, just like the actual show did. Ayo! Because <laughs> uh, original Love Live Nijikasaki, the first season came out. I don't remember exactly which year, but it's been a couple years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like two years between the seasons. Yeah, like Superstar came out between season one and season two of Nijigasaki. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all I have to say about that, yes. I guess. And you know what also is a break is summer vacation because live, laugh, love, life, summer. Yep. More of this. We are <laughs> back. It's this. been like, it's been so long since we've recorded. I've forgotten who we are as people. That's I've fair. forgotten who these girls are. I'm just like, <laughs> where are we? <laughs> where we are is Nijigasaki High School. Oh, because we're picking up pretty much right where the last season left off. But do we want to briefly go over the girls again? Yeah, let's go over the girls. So Very quick refresher. Our first girl is our self-insert. Her name is Yu. <laughs> It's you. She Me? has. It's you. Wow. Uh, I'm in she, the anime. <laughs> <laughs> she has black hair that's pulled up into like droopy twin tails with a little green at the tips. Uh, she is not an idol. She is like the assistant, like helps manage the idol club. Uh, but she loves idols with her whole heart and soul and body. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, as of this season, she is now officially taking the music course at their high school. And I'm going to have some verbiage about that when we get to a certain point in the story, <laughs> but more on that later. Heck yeah. <laughs> so uh, as far as the actual Idoru girlies, uh, first one is Ayumu. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got like kind of strawberry red hair. She's got like a little side bun. Um, she's very needy. Yes. <laughs> like my kitten who is circling me like a shark demanding to be played with. She's very uwu. If you hear little kitten screams, yes. that would be my tiny little nightmare of an ice cream sandwich, Milo. Uh, <laughs> but yes, Ayumu, she's very uwu. She's Ayu, like good girl. Ayumu. 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 <laughs> I did it. Congratulations, Sarah. Thank I'm, you. I'm very Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. You've, you've done... Some truly astonishing work today. Thank you very much. I'll take my bow. Okay, we'll take your bow and then lead us into next girl. So next girl is Setsuna. She is like Avril Lavigne idol, as far as her music goes. Uh, she has now, Sarah. Can you really say that once we have a new character who literally <laughs> is Avril Lavigne? <laughs> well, maybe not so much, but 
you know, she has like the she she's Hannah Montana. She's Hannah Montana. She has like the two thousands rock vibe. Uh, she has long black hair that is like swept up like over her bangs in a really weird way with a little side ponytail. Uh, and she is also the student council president. And when she is in council president mode, she wears glasses and has braids. So no one knows who she is. So she's Hannah Montana. She gets the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Idaru and student council presidente. Mm-hmm. Okay, next is uh, I'm going to go ahead and bite the bullet and talk about Kasumi. Yes. She's obnoxious. Mi- she's Miku Cinderella girl. Yeah, she's got, like, the light brown kind of bob haircut Milo. Apologies if you hear kitten toys in the background. Milo is determined to make this episode as hard to record as possible. Which makes sense, because Miku Cinderella Girls is a cat girl. You know what? That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Kasumi's whole thing is, like, she's the cutest and she wants everybody in the whole fucking world to know it. Mm Mm-hmm. I think she may be getting the word cute mixed with the word obnoxious. What? Either way. Uh-oh. Uh, Sarah, passing the ball to you. Uh, so Kasumi's girlfriend is Shizuku. Uh, she's a theater <laughs> girl, but uh, she has like long brown hair pulled up in a ponytail. Um, she, she looks like my VTuber. She looks like Star's VTuber, uh, and she just really loves theater. Uh, last season, there was a bit about her not being able to express her true self because she likes old movies. We um, joked that that wasn't good enough and she needs <laughs> to be like a furry or something if she's going to be that ashamed. Yes, so that's that's the truth. Yeah. You're going to be embarrassed. At least have something worth being embarrassed about. Yeah, like, like admit you like anime. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Get into it. It's okay to be a juggalo. It's fine. It's okay to be a juggalo. Oh, no, Sarah, is it okay if we do, like, a small shout-out because some stuff has happened between our last yes, episode and yes. this episode? So, uh, for those who do not know, I- I'm-, I'm giving a shout-out to a couple of our listeners right now because my heart. Um, so, <laughs> I was at OkashiCon in Texas. It's, like, a small little convention uh, near Austin that I went to a couple of days. Uh, it was, like, the same day that our last episode came out. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple of our listeners came to my idol anime panel. <laughs> One of them was cosplaying Shizuku and was saying, like, man, I wish I had juggalo makeup because they were talking about Shizuku being a juggalo. And I'm like, oh, a truly a shame <laughs> that this couldn't happen. <laughs> She's trying, Shizuku's trying to hide her true juggalo self. And that cosplayer, they're just trying to emulate Shizuku's in a struggle. <laughs> The inner struggle. The inner struggle. Be juggalo or not be juggalo. <laughs> There's only one correct option. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about juggalos to continue this line of joking. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's continue on with the girls, though. Okay, so I'm just going to go in the order that I've got this graphic open. Uh, next is Kareen. Mm-hmm. She is the, the, she's less of a mom friend and more of just like a sassy... Not sassy. She's like the aunt friend. She's the aunt friend. She's the why not friend. Yes. Before she's old enough to drink. (laughs) Yes. She, she, Sarah, I was thinking about it. In the last season, she takes Emma and some of the other girls and like literally goes to the student council and is just like, hey, you got her order wrong. She ordered French fries (laughs) and Emma's just standing back there. Yeah. (laughs) That's who Corinne is. Yep. She's like, hey. 
you got her order wrong and Emma's just standing behind her going like, beep, I want to be a school idol. <laughs> it's exactly that meaning of their relationship it and it's it very is. funny. But yeah, uh, Corinne is just like, oh, I'm a high schooler, but I'm sexy because I'm older and I'm mature and I've got the titties. Oh my God. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're going to look at me and you're so. going to tell me that I'm wrong? Well, you should describe what she's like besides her breast star. What else does she look like? Gee. Oh, well, yeah, I, mean, I guess so. <laughs> it's just, listen, that's what the animators clearly think it is important, it's okay? Fair, it's fair, it's fair, uh, So, yeah, she's got, like, uh, straight across bangs, and she's got, like, a, I don't want to call it, like, a vacuum seal haircut, but her hair kind of, like, clings to her neck and her shoulders, and so it's just kind of like an hour, her hair has an hourglass shape, almost. Mm-hmm. It's like a whoosh, and she's kind of, like, got dark blue, black hair. Yes. Um, and then we talked about Emma, which is the girlfriend in the back at the Wendy's because she looks like <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> she has, I wasn't even thinking about that part. She has uh, red hair and two braids and little freckles, and she's Swedish. Uh, last season, we pretty much didn't get much personality out of her because all of her episodes were just to support Karine. Yeah, and uh, so it's been like three weeks since we watched this season because we had to hold off because Sarah had her throat her injury, mm-hmm. and I forgot if Emma got any more. I don't remember if she did, which means that she probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything extra about her. Ca- I feel like I don't know more about her character. Yeah. So there, there she she's is. Swedish. She, she's the fast food mascot. Mm-hmm. All right, so next what I'm going to talk about is I. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the hype girl. Mm-hmm. She is blonde. She's got a ponytail in the opening scene. She does backflip. Forbidden yep. technique. She, the forbidden technique. I'm glad we both wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wrote that down verbatim, like when I talked about the opening, I does the backflip. Forbidden technique! I, my only note about the OP is I does the forbidden technique. That's all I have written. <laughs> Listen, it's the most important part. It's so important. But yeah, she's just like hype, hype, energy. Let's be idols. Hype, hype, hype. Let's go. She's Again. like the cheerleader type. And her best friend is Rena, who is actually very reserved and quiet. Uh, she doesn't have; she has a lot of trouble expressing herself. So when she wants to express herself, she puts like a sketchbook over her face with like a little like over exaggerated expression and like talks through her sketchbook. And when she's an idol, she has a little monitor on her face and she talks through the monitor. Uh, she has like pink hair and it's like little flippies that come out. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very, like, flat, planar. Um, and yeah. she is very good at technology, so I is her robot. Beep boop. Beep boop. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess we should, like, they introduce them immediately. We actually do have three new girls this More season. girls! More See, girls! Ni- I-, I theorized last season Nichigasaki was just trying to be, like, Idol Master, and now we have the Idol Master number of girls, so they are. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> yeah, so there's a, we get introduced to three new girls pretty much immediately. Yes, yes, um, yes. They just show up right off the bat. Yep. Come in swinging. So uh, I'm just going to go in the order that I have them in this little graphic. Uh, oh. So the first one is uh, Shioriko. Mm-hmm. She's got like dark green kind of short bob-ish hair. 
Um, she's got like pink eyes and little fangy. Yes, but she is the least little fangy personality than any little fangy character I've ever met. No, absolutely. I feel like she, I kept forgetting that she had the fangy and then she opened her mouth just wide enough to she had the fangy. And I'm like, why do you have that? It's I feel just... like if anyone, Lanju <laughs> should have that. It's because it's because she needs braces and we don't want to judge her for it. And it runs in the family because her older sister does too. It's okay. The fangy is genetic. The fangy is genetic. Sarah, did I ever tell you that I actually had like the little fangies when I was, uh, before my teeth got fixed? I'm not surprised considering what I've heard about your teeth stories. Yeah, well, basically, um, I, I didn't have like, so you have like your front teeth and then your eye teeth, which are like the next ones. And then your little, like the pointy ones, the canine teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have permanent eye teeth. And so my dentist was just like, let's just take all of the teeth that you have and just drag them towards the center. Oh, no. And so for like a couple like years, I actually had like little vampire teeth. Aww, you're the fangy character. <laughs> and then they ground them down and put fake teeth on top. <laughs> it's because they didn't want you to be an anime girl. How rude. Yeah, I, I know, right? My parents were like, no, you're going to have normal teeth. And I'm like, fuck you with the establishment. I'm an anime character. Man, I'm going to bite people. I'm going to start biting people. And then you'll all see. <laughs> Except Shioriko is not like that. She does not bite anyone and she's very mellow. She, she, her personality is just she is mature yep responsible quiet responsible she's in the student council and did we see her at all last season well i don't remember seeing her at all so from the first episode they say that she's actually on the cultural committee so i think she's Mm. like in charge of a different part of the school that would make sense i must have missed that but yeah, so uh, <laughs> spoiler alert for later on the podcast, Sarah, I have some information that you don't because um, I, I contacted my my friendly local Love Life fanatic and I Ooh. was like, hey, friend, tell me, you, we talked at Okada, it, 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 it's Yazoo, you, you know Yazoo, you made yeah. her YouTuber rig. <laughs> yeah. Your fellow bone children. My we talked at Okashi. Child. We talked at OkashiCon for like two minutes mm-hmm. and then later I... I slid into her dms and i was like yazu tell me everything about love live and she was like okay here's all the things about love live and i'm like oh. yes excellent so uh there's some words to say oh. about her character so we'll get into it oh i'm so excited for later about, about all three of the newbies actually i'm so excited so our next character we briefly mentioned her is lanzu mm-hmm. um she has pink hair and two little like loopies like kind of like the kotori loopy but on both sides yeah, she's got, like, she made hair bows. Yes. Just, like, on the side of her head. She's, her, she's pretty cute. I yeah. wanted to like her, but her character is so oh, weird. Shoot. Well, here's the thing. Her character is really weird, but for some reason, I love her. <laughs> no, she's fucking great. I love Lanju. <laughs> uh, but she is from Hong Kong. Um, she speaks with, like, a very slight accent. Um, and she has, like, pointy eyes. Uh, and she is new this season. We will get more into yes. her because yes, she yes, is yes. one of the ones that's more developed than Emma. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Emma's just sitting at the bottom of the rankings and just being like, maybe someone will care about me someday. <laughs> oh, God. And then uh, the last one is uh, Mia Taylor, <laughs> who is our Avril Lavigne. Yep. She's actually American. <laughs> She's from America. She speaks American occasionally. <laughs> yep. Uh, except I looked it up. Apparently, her voice actress speaks English because she um, was partially raised in Australia. Yes, yes. I and so she too. does have like a little bit of an accent when she speaks English in the anime. Yep, we like appreciate a it. Bit. Like a uh, bit. She looks like Komei from Cinderella Girls, like the ghost girl. 
Yeah, she does a little <laughs> bit. She's got like very pale blonde hair. It kind of covers one of her eyes. Mm-hmm. She always wears like baggy clothes. I'm just saying Neji Gasaki is alternative universe Cinderella girls. <laughs> Listen, I'm not all, saying that you're they wrong. all have equivalents. They all have equivalents. We're going to do a bonus episode for our non-existent <laughs> Patreon where we just compare all these girls to their Cinderella girl counterparts and then make them fight to the death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just maybe saying that we'll... maybe, maybe Karin's personality is better described as Mika and then we'll continue on from there. And then we if have Miku. If anyone's Mika, it's I, that's, first of all. That's fair. She's Genki. You're right. You're right. Hi, everyone. So we just cut out 30 minutes of audio of us trying to compare um, so the Cinderella girls to the Nijigasaki girls. If you want to hear that cut version, we will have it available uh, probably through Kofi. Uh, Somewhere. So you can support us there. Help us pay for our Crunchyroll subscription so we can bring you more content. <laughs> You fucking hot. Where the fuck were we? We hadn't even really started talking about the episode. We just talked about we the girls. We just talked about and then the we girls. We went on a fucking tangent for 30 minutes. So anyway. let's get into the episode. Episode one. The, the, the show pretty much picks up exactly. The girls are like, wow, our last festival was good. Let's start thinking about the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, they're also trying to figure out like ways to get everyone more hype about the next uh school idol festival so they Mm -hmm. have like this there's like an open house for their school or something it's an open campus open campus and so they're like to advertise school idol festival let's make a pv about our club and so uh while they're doing that it kind of cuts back and forth uh we're introed to our three new characters just in their various things Mm -hmm. uh so we have mia who is our english girl uh Mm -hmm. shioriko who is uh fangi who is on like the cultural committee i guess and we have lanju who is our girlie from hong kong Mm -hmm. uh she and shioriko are apparently childhood friends Mm -hmm. and also uh we don't learn this until later but we might as well go ahead and talk and talk about it now uh, Mia is a composer, and she is the one who writes all of Lanju's music. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so they, they kind of just tag along with each other a lot. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, so they're making this promo video, but the video is taking them so long to edit that they're still editing it on, like, day of. And <laughs> there's so much logistical bullshit in this season of the show that it almost actually gave me a conniption. <laughs> there is so much logistics. I just feel like your school should have put a deadline on you motherfuckers. Yeah. And it's just like, if you don't submit your video by this time, we're not going to play it. Because this shit is ridiculous that they allow this to happen. Well, here's the thing, though, Star, is if it's about, like, club advertisement, you know who's in charge of clubs (laughs) is Setsuna. So she's making her own rules for the idol club. Honestly, you're not wrong, but Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we meet Lanju properly later mm-hmm. on in the episode. Uh, she seems very excited to meet the girls. I guess she had watched the last like School Idol Festival like streamed from Hong Kong. And mm-hmm. she's like fangirling over all of them. She's like, wow, I love you, Ayumu. I love all you girls. Oh, who are you, by the way? And he was like... To you. <laughs> yeah, to you. And he was like, oh, I'm just like helping out. <laughs> And Lanju's just like, hmm, that's sus. Seems sus. Uh, we also get just some more background, too, during, like, the first half of the episode where, like, you and Ay- Ayumu are talking and 
we do know that you is in the music program officially and I was like hey how's that going and you was like I am okay <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you could tell that, like, just at the beginning, she's struggling a little bit to keep up. Yep, every day I'm struggling. Every day I'm do, struggling. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but yeah, so um, Lonji is just kind of hanging out with the idol girlies. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about, it's like, I moved here to be an idaru. Because um, I guess just everybody wants to be idol so bad, they're willing to just, like, move their entire lives to a new fucking country, which is wild. Yep. Um, but they're also teenagers, so, like, can't really put it past them. <laughs> if I had this opportunity as a 15-year-old, I absolutely would have taken yeah, it. Yeah, like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's a good thing she didn't have a uh, childhood friend that wouldn't let her leave the school to pursue her dreams, huh? Huh, yeah. Huh, Hanukkah. It <laughs> <laughs> sure is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, Hong Kong Hanukkah. <laughs> so at some point, it's time for the video to be played. And they're in such a rush that just fucking Kasumi grabs the wrong file mm-hmm. and puts it on a flash drive. And then they end up accidentally playing just like a blooper reel. Which is like, it's not the worst thing, really. But they act like it's absolutely the worst thing that could ever happen. I mean, I get where they're coming That's from. That's fair. That's fair. Because That's fair. like this was their big chance to like advertise it to all these new people who are going to be at the school. And fucking Kasumi mm-hmm. fucked it up. Um, and so they're saying, like, can we just, like, play it again at a later time? And I think Shioriko is the one who is like, yeah, no, that was your time slot, motherfucker. You can't just do whatever the hell you want. And then Lanji's like, well, I can do whatever the hell I want. Roll music! And then, because she's an idol, she spawns a stage. Mm-hmm. Um, Just up on, like, the second floor of the school. Yep. Uh, so, Lanju, uh, her music is very, like, feels very, like, modern, like, American or K-pop style. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's very, like, a lot of, like, electronic, mixed beats, some auto-tunes, some not. Uh, yeah. A lot of, like, randomly thrown in words of different languages. Like, in- yeah, 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 yeah. A good fucking jam. It's a good jam. And also... Um, it's like the lyrics are pretty much her just talking about how great she is. Yeah, it's like, I'm just the best. Fuck you, I'm the best. I'm Lanju the best. <laughs> and I guess her doing her song uh, has stalled enough time for the school idol girls to get their shit together and get the actual PV to play afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so everyone's like, oh my god, Lanju, you totally saved the day. Are you, you're going to join our club, right? And she's like, nah. Nah, because I guess specifically she's like looking at you and she's like, I don't want to be the type of idol who needs to rely on fans to do good. I just want to like create content and give it to the world and not take anything from them. I'm an influencer. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Yeah, and so um, also I think she she tells you it's like why are you wasting your time on this club? If you want to be a musician, you should quit the idol club that does music-based activities and commit yourself to fully writing music mm-hmm. for the for who for somebody I don't, maybe the idol club I don't fucking know <laughs> but you're wasting your time and then you but but you actually surprisingly because I was expecting this to be like and now you's gonna have a conflict in her soul but it really is just her being like nah I'm gonna stick with the idol club 
Yeah, I, I wrote that she says, eh, fuck you, but in a nice way. <laughs> I, I just said, you says, nah, thanks, though. <laughs> nah, thanks. Nah, thanks. Yeah, because you know that these producers are too, uh, too chicken shit to put any actual conflict in their show. Yeah. Uh, uh, spicy, <laughs> spicy hot take. Beep, 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 beep. Um, and then all the girls are like, well... Will you at least be in the school idol festival when we do it next? And Lanju's like, yeah, that's why you came here. Bye. She came specifically because she wanted to participate in the idol festival. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did you have to move here to do that? You could have <laughs> just done it virtually. Yep. Or like just taking a plane. <laughs> yeah, just taking a plane when it was happening. But you, you do you, I guess, girl. Yep. Uh, and then we get the ending. It also has mm-hmm. the cute like... Almost like crayon-looking drawings. It's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty chill. Be cute. It's about like tr- I... trying your best. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can I say something about it though? Yes, I'm listening. So just because of the way the show is. Mm-hmm. Before I when I, until I got about like three quarters of the way through the season. I was kind of genuinely surprised that Shioriko was in there at all because I'm like, oh, is she an important character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is she important? Yeah, I can feel that. <laughs> I was like genuinely surprised because apparently she has like a lot more story. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do we want to break into this? Do we want to crack this nut open? I, don't, I can start I don't, talking about I don't, that a little bit. I don't know what's inside the... I don't know what's behind the wrapper, so tell me, Star. Well, well, yeah, I'll tell you. Let me find this Discord DM. Oh. Okay, so yeah, Yazu and I exchanged very long Discord DMs. Uh, so what she said about Shioriko, um, all three of these girls were kind of supposed to be villains. Oh, I see. In their own way. So Shiriko's whole story basically just gets thrown out the fucking window. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a little bit in the anime as well later on, but her whole thing is like she has trauma from watching her sister not be able to succeed at her idol dream. And so she's like, you should do the things that you're good at and only the things that you're good at because that way you'll avoid heartbreak and trauma of trying things that you're not good at and then failing. Mm-hmm. And so she's got like a whole thing with uh, Setsuna of trying to be like, you should just be the student council president and stop being an idol. Mm, that did not come across very well in the anime. No, not even a little <laughs> bit. Apparently, like, Setsuna has a whole mental breakdown about it. Like, a oh. crisis of just, like, should I be a... Ju- should I just do this? Or should I try c- to continue being a school idol? And she apparently has a lot of conflict about that. Oh. And the producers were too chicken shit to put it I in the show. That would have been interesting to actually watch. <laughs> that would have been made it an interesting anime! <laughs> I'm like, I don't even fucking go here and I'm mad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even go here and I'm so mad. Because, like, she was so... She doesn't do shit in the show. Mm -mm. I genuinely thought she was just going to be an NPC until we suddenly have a whole episode about her trauma later on. I was like, who are you? Who are you? (laughs) Who are you? Am I supposed to care about you? Because I don't yet. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't. And then she just suddenly has like the one episode where she just kind of gets over her trauma and joins the auto club. I'm like, wait, where'd you come from? Yup. Who are you? <laughs> What's your deal? 
Oh, I'm really sad we got a watered-down version if there already was good plot that existed. No, there was apparently already a very good plot in the Superstar game, and the Nijigasaki producers were just cowards and didn't put any of it in the Dude. anime. They totally botched, like, all of their storylines and just gave us this, like, pleasant version. Because no conflict can exist in our anime, because if the girls don't like each other, we won't be able to sell as much merch! Boo! 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 Give me problematic faves! Boo. Give us the problematic fades, Bushiro. I want to love hate Lanju so much. <laughs> and you just made her weirdly pleasant. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Give yeah. me this bitch. Give us a bitch. <laughs> well, give, a, give, give me a bitchy girl who inspires the other girls to improve so that they can take down the bitchy girl. And then she gets a redemption arc and then joins the club. Give me that shit. Yeah, we want we want her more to be like Shiho wake up girls, please. <laughs> give me a sh like we fucking love Shiho. Yeah. I was literally just listening to the Wake Up Girls episodes recently. She hosts the best thing to come out of Wake Up yeah. Girls. We we went she to a so point good. where we were like, we should just make this anime should just be about Shiho. I just want a Wake Up Girls anime only about Shiho. She's the most interesting character in the entire anime because she's a bitch and then she figures her shit out. Yeah. And I love her. And we could have had Lanji be more like that. Sadness. I know. I slam my face into the desk and I'm going to start biting people. Because <laughs> of your little fangy that's in your my soul. my little fangies. <laughs> I still have little fangies in my soul. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start biting people. <laughs> uh, so episode two. Back to our watered down version of Nichigasaki that's not like the um, game. Um, so speaking of festival, it's time for them to start planning the next school idol festival because mm -hmm. they're going to have at least two a year, if not more. Mm. Um, but there's some... you know, that's like Love Hell I works. We can't just have one per year because then students would graduate. So yep. we have to have multiple per year so that we can milk as much out of these <laughs> characters as humanly possible. So, um, there's just right now there's some like, I don't know what to do because there's so many it really is most of the conflict is logistics um, yeah it really is so they're like well we have to figure out what to do because there's a lot of events happening in this semester including the cultural festival which is like scheduled the week before our current schedule for love life and how are we going to make it so students have time to prepare for both and that's a well, leading question. Well, now, Sarah, to, to be clear, it's not Love Live. Oh, they make true. it very clear that they're mm -hmm. not participating mm -hmm. that's true. in Love Live. Mm -hmm. This is the school idol festival. <laughs> Stars here, like, um, actually. <laughs> um, actually pushes up glasses like an anime character. Um, actually, you're getting your facts incorrect. Sarah, this podcast is trash because you always get your opinions wrong. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> but yeah, so at some point, we do get the OP. I do want to talk about the OP a little bit aside from Forbidden Technique. I, literally, my only note is that I does the Forbidden Technique. <laughs> so okay, I guess because well, I have I have two notes. I have Forbidden Technique, and I have the outfits are oh, they're so, so cute, fucking cute. Oh, like the little wintry things with like the piano keyboard and with the colors. The rainbow uh. piano keys on the skirts, and they're like fluffy and I'm like oh my uh, fucking god it's inexplicably oh winter even though it's not winter in the anime and also it's not a wintry <laughs> sounding song 
Well, okay, it's winter by the end. I of guess the at the season, end, yes, that's but true. But they don't really. It's not a snow halation no. type of situation where it's like, yes, this is our winter number. It's just like it just happens to be that time yep, of year. Yep, yep, yep. But God, like I legitimately, oh, so I would want to. I want to cosplay these. They're so cute. They're so fucking cute. Big, big agree. Oh. And there is the forbidden technique, which is the most important part. If you don't know what the forbidden technique is, uh, it is a reference to our Love Life Sunshine episodes. (laughs) Or or don't. I think it was Love Life Original, right? Wasn't it Honoka who does it? Oh, it's Sunshine. It's Chica. Oh, it's Chica. She has like a whole episode where she's trying to learn how to do a backflip. Oh, right, right, right. It's the second season. It's Sunshine. So uh, Love Life Sunshine reference. Forbidden technique. Forbidden technique. You gotta do the backflip. Because it's the forbidden technique because, because like... They were like, I, I forget exactly. They call it so the long. forbidden technique. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just forbidden. Yeah, like, like, canon, or, uh, fuck, there's too many characters with, like, the, the, <laughs> the K names. Five letter K names. Canon, uh, just like, I can teach you how to do the forbidden technique that we tried to do, um, but it's gonna be a lot of work. It turns out it's just doing, like, a backflip. Yeah, backflip. Do the backflip, and then that dance has um, just been the bane of all Love Live cosplay <laughs> dance groups' existence because of the since. forbidden technique. Because of the forbidden technique. So, uh, episode three. So, oh wait, we're in episode two. Which episode? No, we're, we're on in? episode two still. Oh shit! So I'm like, we have a whole episode here. Whoa. Hello, Sarah. Whoa. Hello, hello. Skipping uh, the forward. Yes. The the girl, the Nijikasaki girls get a visit. Mm-hmm. from some other end girls yep uh we assume that they are existing characters they're not important they are because one of them is the fucking pony t- the pigtail one that we we uh, ranted about at the beginning of the last episode the baseball one or a he, different pigtail she's one. somebody she's yes. somebody god who the fuck it's like not it's not clear as a fuck i'm gonna look it up all <laughs> good but emma is apparently friends with them because they are also Students at an international school, so they have different cultures. Jennifer! Jennifer! Jennifer. <laughs> we did talk about Jennifer. It's Jennifer. Jennifer. Top idol Jennifer. <laughs> I screamed when she showed up because I'm like, it's her! It's Jennifer! It's Jennifer! <laughs> You're like the, 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 the image of Leonardo DiCaprio with the popcorn. <laughs> Pointing, yeah. It's Jennifer! It's her! We yelled about her last time because she's like the first one that pops up when you Google yeah. the end girls. It's Jennifer! It's Jennifer! And uh, I'm lightheaded now, <laughs> but they are just there because they're friends with Emma and they're like, hey, we want in on the school idol thing. Why don't you do a performance with us sometime? Well, OK, so they were it's from what I took from it is that they were having like a concert and they mm. wanted to do like a joint concert. It wasn't really related to the festival. That's true. That's true. So they 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 come specifically because they're like, hey, Emma, we want to dance with you and maybe you can invite Lanju. She's in your club, right? <laughs> Yeah, we've seen her concerts before. She's really good. And all the other girls are just like Excalibur face. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but they're also surprised because they're like, we didn't know that Lanji was putting on concerts, huh? Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> um, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. But uh, Emma, Kasumi, Kanata, and Rena mm-hmm. um, all end up, like, stalking Lanju for, like, part of the episode. Because we wouldn't have a Love Live season without somebody following someone around. Yeah, and so they're just like, when's she gonna do a concert? When's she gonna do it? And she's, like, going shopping. Yep. And just, like, doing random shit. And then eventually she makes her way over to a stage and just, like, does a little concert and then immediately leaves. 
Um, and it's like, power move. She does power move. And afterwards, uh, they're all discussing, like, her concert together. And Lanju shows up and she's like, oh, hey, thanks for watching my concert. And they're like, we're not here for you because we're just, we're totally not stalking you or anything. And she's like, hey, come to my house, though. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's one thing I want to sneak in here before mm-hmm. we forget because there is an important scene earlier. Yes. Um, and we kind of skipped it because notes are all over the place. Um, but we have, like, a scene of you in her music class. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, taking a test. And then Mia, little American girl, comes in, takes the test in, like, two minutes, and then fucking walks out. Power yep. move. Yep. Absolutely power move. Yeah, she's supposed... She's apparently, like, this fucking child prodigy. She's, like, 14 or something. Yeah, she's... And she's just, like, powerful. And she apparently comes from a famous musician family, the Taylor family. Mm-hmm. I guess James Taylor. I don't know. Shrug. <laughs> Shrug. Taylor Swift. I don't Taylor know. Swift. Um, Liv Taylor. Liv Tyler. Well, it's Liv Tyler. But you know, either way. <laughs> um, but she knows. She knows music very good. And you mm-hmm. is like, hey, I want to be your friend. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We're in the same class. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, back to Lanju. Yes, she lives they in a penthouse. She lives in a yeah. penthouse. She's a rich girl. Penthouse suite. And so. Emma is like, are you sure that you really want to perform all by yourself? Because you'd have a lot of fun if you were with us. And Lanju's whole argument here is so weird and confusing. Yeah. It's like genuinely, I don't know what she's talking about. Like in this scene. the best I can get is it's like Emma's kind of like, hey, if you join Idol Club, you'll have all of us to support you and you'll do really well. And then I guess Lanju's argument is like, I don't want to be in the Idol Club because if I have to rely on people to support me to do good then that's bad so i don't even want to risk it kind of yeah i mean that makes sense but at the same time some of the arguments she makes is like i don't want to be in a club where the fans are just important as the idols i'm like who said that yeah why is that important to you the fuck are you talking about (laughs) yeah this whole conversation was so confusing and then all the other girls are like you have the wrong idea and i'm like i don't even know what we're talking about what's going on (laughs) What's going on? Um, but then there's a cute thing afterwards where they're like, we're going to prove you wrong. And wh- why don't we like at the school idol festival, we'll both, we'll all have concerts. Nah, 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 not oh, at not the yet. festival, at the joint concert. Oh, at the joint concert. Yeah, it was earlier. Uh, yeah. y- you have to come and watch us and we'll convince you we're sure of it. Right. And then and there's like, whatever hair flip. <laughs> and then there's a cute visual metaphor afterwards. So mm-hmm. we have oh the swings. Yeah, the so swings. We have so cute. we have the four girls, and they're like out on the playground on the swings, and they're all talking like, how can we convince Lanji? What's something we can show her that only us can do together? Like what? We feel like she did good in her performance, but it felt like she's really missing something. She needs to learn how to connect with other people more. And, like, as they're talking, like, they start, they're swinging out of sync. But, like, in the end, they're all swinging together. And then they all look at each other. And, like, Emma's like, we should form, like, a small group. And they're like, yeah. Like, after they're in unison. It's it's so good. It's It's so good. It's a very good visual. thank you, Love Live, for the visuals. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It was a very, very good visual metaphor. Very cute. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so episode three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, we're following these four girls. So once again, it's Emma, our transfer student, mm-hmm. um, Kasumi, cutest, obnoxious, mm-hmm. Kanata, sleepy, 
and uh, Rena Cyberchase. <laughs> the shy one. <laughs> the shy one. Uh, and so they're trying to come up with ideas for the joint concert, but they're like, all of our ideas are too different. And mm-hmm. a lot of this episode is just filler of them like doing sleepovers at each other's house, trying to figure out what they want to do. Yep. Um, and meanwhile, while they're all trying to figure out what to do, uh, you gets a assignment in her music class to make a composition, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know what to make my composition. Like, how do I make something that people actually want to hear and is good? Yeah, and then at some point Mia comes up and talks to her and is just like, you don't have to make something like that you actually like. Just meet the, uh, just do what the teacher says and make something <laughs> that will get you a good grade and then you just forget about it. And then you's like, I don't know if I want to treat my music like that. So then she talks to her girls at the club and the girls are like, you know, I kind of agree that that's not exactly the right thing to do uh, because, hey, we love you, you, and whatever you do, we will love because we love you and we just want some music that shows off who you are as a person. Mm. And you's like, but I don't know who I am as a person. I feel like I'm just a personality construct <laughs> meant for the audience to project onto me. But then they're all like, no, you really do have a personality. Your personality is that you love us. <laughs> Your personality is that you're a total simp. <laughs> so you should write a song about that. <laughs> but then she's all like, wow, you really showed me my uniqueness. Like, I couldn't see it on my own. But you, my friends showed me who I really am and what direction I need to go. And that's what's special about the club is that we all help each other. Lonju, <laughs> she's not here, but that's what it felt like. So, meanwhile, our little subunit of the four girls—I guess their concerts like tomorrow. <laughs> they yeah, have to come the up with their song tomorrow. Because Sarah, in Love Live, don't you? <laughs> Love Live Nijigasaki. Okay, listen, because in Love Live Sunshine, the girls all have the special power to teleport to mm-hmm. each other. In this season, they can just make music like instantaneously, you're right, you're just right. summon it out of the ether. You just, <laughs> you just have to keep telling yourself yep. that, or you will go insane <laughs> just, watching this show. Well, it's okay. It's like Udapri. So, well, I guess Udapri actually has a person who writes their music. So this is even more extreme. Um, so yeah, like you's there, and she's supposed to be writing music for them, and she does that a little bit at the end. But for the most part, like. A good 70% of the music that happens in the show just is spawned from the yeah, ether. Yeah, because it, it's kind of implied that she hasn't really written the music except for the times where she does. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, it's like 70% of the music, <laughs> like all of the songs in season one, because she hadn't learned how to write music yet. Yep. And like most of the songs in season two. Yep, they just exist. You didn't write those? Nope. Where'd they come from? They but Sarah, once again... Think about logistics. Magic power. You're right. You will go nope. fucking insane in this show. And I'm going to have a whole fucking <laughs> rant once we actually get to the festival. Yeah. Because I was screaming yeah. at my screen. As someone who used to run clubs in like high school and college, I was fucking hollering at my screen. <laughs> so meanwhile, the four girls, they need to come up with a song and a vision for them to spawn the next day. And they're like, hey, you know what really helped you was we told her, like, what was unique about her. What if we all tell each other what's unique about each other, and then we'll find a direction somehow. 
Mm -hmm. And then they just sort of mumble that into a song. Yep. Um, the song, so we had someone on our Discord post these outfits before. Star, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> uh, the song is fucking cute. It's adorable. It's, the song is adorable. I love the song. It's like, shaky, shaky, shaky. Yeah. Just something. It's I, very I can't like, sing it, but. It's very, like, happy pop. Very cute. It feels like it would have mm. been, like, like a 2010s J-pop song rather than yeah. more of a modern one. Yeah, the lyrics are all about, like, coming together to see things that you couldn't see alone. It's very mm -hmm. cute. It's definitely trying to get Lanju to, like, get the point across that, like, you're not better just because you're solo, because we're, we're power friendship, we're stronger when we're <laughs> together. <sighs> the outfits. I love them. No! I would, I would wear that. Sarah, I would just no. wear that casually in my, like, around. Casually? Like, I would, sure! Yes, I love it. I would wear it for an idol concert too. They're like little presents. It's so cute. They look like they are wearing Christmas wrapping I trash bags. I love those outfits. No, so Sarah continues much. to have the worst taste. It's like they're very. You liked, <laughs> you liked the piss rainbows and wake up girls. Case. And now you're genuinely telling me that you like the trash I bag outfits from Quartz. I love Quartz. them. They're like what a weird Asian auntie would wear. I, I understand. I would totally, if these were made out of flannel, I would absolutely sleep in them. No, no, these no. Not I'm not talking outfits. about wearing them to bed. I'm talking about wearing them out to like a date. Like they're nice. But they look like sleeping no, clothes. No, they look like the powerful, like fashionable Asian auntie's clothes. And I would trust. They do not. I would trust, I would trust Asian auntie to if an asian auntie walked up to me wearing this i would assume she just rolled out of no they're it. adorable they're high fashion no. and i love them they are the lowest possible fashion they are top tier idol outfits the thing that's interesting about them and here's the thing idol outfits fashion what makes it good is making it to be a conversation piece and they are the biggest conversation piece of the <laughs> season when? that's what fashion is it's to make people interested and excited and i love them they're just ugly plaid they are bags. so cute if they were wall okay, little listen, presents this would be more forgivable in like an actual Christmas themed song. No. But it doesn't match the stage. They're it so doesn't cute. match like the actual theme of the song at all. Yoyi Kusama would wear it. She's an artist. I trust her. <laughs> They're so good. Sarah continues to have trash bags <laughs> because she likes trash bag outfits. Ayo, Ayo. Well, just see me walking around in that when I go to the grocery store and I'll just be you happy. You know what? You can do that. <laughs> and I'm going to sit like on at the other end of the aisle and just laugh at you mm. just be like listen it's comfy cozy yeah it's art it's a statement piece anyway anyway i cannot <laughs> i cannot fathom the fact I that fucking you like love this. them so much although you you've always had terrible taste so <gasps> i guess it makes sense because <laughs> you like the fucking piss rainbows do you mean the, the candy cane piss rainbows the little candy cane outfits the, the piss rainbows <laughs> Ugh. Um, anyways, uh, Lanju and Shioriko are watching, and they're like, cool. <laughs> they're like, actually, yeah. like, wow. Yeah, we're just like, well, mm. here we go. 
that's a song. They're wearing trash bags. I don't know why they would do that. <laughs> no, they're my, so my head headcanon is that they legitimately just ran out of time to make the outfits, and then they just start like Christmas start. trash you, bags. You act as if anyone makes these outfits. They just exist. I just, let me have this one. <laughs> you could have spawned anything out of the ether. You chose that. No, I love them so much. They're Ugh, so disgusting. good. They're so different. That's the thing that's fun about them. Disgusting. Um, and then also at the end of the episode, uh, you performs her composition in class and everyone looks impressed, but especially Mia, who's like half listening to everyone else and then like perks up when you starts her music. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that this song is just a piano version of the ending credits song yes, it from is. last season. Yep. Which is like, that's plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> She plagiarized that music. So episode <laughs> she four. She heard it in the last <laughs> Episode four. Mm-hmm. So now we have the I and Corinne episode. Because mm-hmm. these two are bros all of a sudden. Yep. So at the beginning of the episode, I's like, I want to do a streamed concert. I want to be a Twitch streamer. <laughs> and I want to be a VTuber. Specifically, she says she wants to do that so people can watch her concerts. You can't come physically. Yes. And then I wonder what her motivation for that would be. I'll, we'll find out soon. In like 20 seconds. <laughs> so at some point, too, she's like, hey, uh, anyone want to also form a subgroup with me? Because what the other girls did was really cool. Um, and like Emma's like, hey, Kareen, do you want to do it? And she's like, nah, I'm better as being like in competition with other people than being in a group or whatever. I'm better solo. Ugh, flips my hourglass-shaped hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we see Corinne is just, like, randomly out shopping, and she bumps into I and I's friend, whose name I did not write down. Uh, but I introduces her friend as, like, she basically calls her her sister, but, like, they're not, like, actually related, but they grew up, like, right next to each other, and mm-hmm. this friend is a little bit older than her, but, like, they have this, like, strong childhood bond together. Yeah, but the friend has been hospitalized for a really long time and apparently just got released. So they're out shopping and just enjoying themselves. And then they're like, hey, Corinne, you want to hang out with us? And Corinne's like, are you sure? I don't want to detract from your stuff. And I is just so friendly. She's like, no, come with us. Let's hang out. But actually, a friend and Corinne actually hit it off pretty well. So they kind of mm-hmm. become friends, too. Yeah, and we find out that the reason I wants to do a virtual concert is so that her friend can watch, even though she might not be able to come in person. Yes, hence uh, the virtual stream, hotel, all the sad times, right? Yup. Um, at some point, though, uh, like during the times where they're all hanging out, like like sister friend is looking on at like I having fun, and it's just kind of like wistful or like. I and uh, Corinne are doing something, and they're like, hey, do you want to join us? And she's like, no, I'm just going to sit here and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we find out later, just through, like, conversation with I and Corinne and them um, and Friend, we find out that Friend is just like, I've been hospitalized for so long. I've just been really lonely, and the uh, I is, like, the only person I really have but I've been hospitalized for so long that I've kind of forgot what fun is supposed to be. Yeah. And I want to help her rediscover what fun is, but the friend is just like, I I think I'm just holding you back. You shouldn't have to worry about me. Mm-hmm. You should just go be a person. You, you're wasting your time on me. And I was just like, shut the fuck up. I love you. Mm-hmm. 
Because I's a good girl. Yeah, but friend is like, yep, I love you too. And that's why I'm just going to stay back here and just support you. Yeah, it's kind of sad. And yeah. so um, I is trying to get ready for a concert, but she's just very concerned. And then Corinne's just like, well, if you don't want to do the concert, maybe I'll just do the concert. And I's like, well, well, no, I still want to do it. But what if you did it with me, you bitch? <laughs> and Corinne's like, okay, fine. I'll show you that I can, I, I can perk you up better than you can perk your friend up or whatever. And then they start making out. And then they start kissing. <laughs> Um, so then they have... Like, I think the title of this episode is Love Triangle. It's called I Love Triangle, but I is AI, <laughs> so, like, yeah. Well, that's also, like, the name of a song that these two perform oh, together. Is there their you, song, you know, I don't think it's this specific song. Okay, but, well, well um, it's, it's, it's a love triangle. song that they do together. Yeah, they do start making out. And then it's concert time. Uh, their outfits look really weird. <laughs> they kind of look like weird flight attendants almost. Yeah, it feels like... <laughs> I saw Splatoon it. flight attendants. I, I took it as like, this looks like if someone like was trying to gajinka like a Portal 2 gun or something. No, Sarah, that's literally <laughs> what it is. So, holy fucking shit, you're right though. <laughs> the orange and the blue it's, it's if the, the portal gun was a flight attendant <laughs> um, jesus fucking christ you've never been more right in your life oh my god um, but their performance is at a place where it's like a smaller venue but the point is that it's being streamed <laughs> and uh like while they start performing like the friend is outside and like watching the performance on the phone but kind of like breaking down while she's doing it yeah but then like she's just watching the performance and she ends up getting so hyped that she shows up in person anyway yes and the song is also i feel like a lot of especially season two niji Kasaki, uh songs sounds very like modern pop like very like yeah. american modern like k-pop combination yeah 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 it's a good jam yeah good jams so uh in the end the friend's like yeah i i was gonna just try to distance myself and let you like pursue your own dreams but something about your music inspired me like maybe maybe fun is going to be in my future maybe it's not over for me yet and there's still some things i can do for myself and then she's like hey i i've always wanted to be an english teacher and I'm going to keep pursuing that dream. So why don't we just like compete in who can pursue their dream and be happiest or whatever. It's like, yay, she has a reason to live. <laughs> yeah, it's very oof. Yeah. And then we never see this character again, really. Nope. Just in cameos. Yeah. Just like very brief cameos. Her character arc is over in one episode. We're done. And she got more character development than Shizuku did. Uh, or Emma. Or Emma. <laughs> She's speaking very, of, I don't even remember her name. Speaking of, uh, she's a good, she's a Yeah. Oh wait, Sarah, we forgot some important shit in a oh, previous yes. episode. Yes. At some point, Shioriko comes to the Idol Girls, oh, right. and is talking to like the the school council people, and is like, "What if we did the school idol festival and the cultural festival on the same day?" Yes. And Setsuna is like, "This is the best idea ever. Yes, let's do it." Yeah. Uh, and so at the beginning of episode five, which is what we're talking about now, Shiriko talks to Shizuku about maybe doing like drama club pre-show thing mm -hmm. for the Idol Fest. And I forget, it, I don't think we ever really see that. No, we don't. We do, we do not. 
Um, and it's the entire plot of this episode is them coming up with this thing that we never get to see. No. But basically, Shizuku is uh, like, hey, with my drama club thing, instead of using drama club members, I'm going to use my idol club members <laughs> because I am inspired to write a play about uh, Ayumu <laughs> and Setsuna. <laughs> and it's like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Yeah, and so I wrote I wrote in my notes, like, a little sub-bullet point, maybe Shizuku's a furry after all. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Because <laughs> she comes uh, up with, like, this whole Beauty and the Beast plot line. But basically, she tries to, like, talk to you to, like, get a better idea of who Ayumu is. And then we have another of the girls following them around, specifically Ayumu and Setsuna. They accidentally meet up, and they follow you and Shizuku around. Uh, because, you know, Ayumu is needy and she can't stand seeing her girlfriend with another girl. No, and, like, there's at some point, too, where they finally meet up and they, like, explain what's going on. And she's like, oh, I thought you two were going on a date and it made me upset. And you're like, okay. <laughs> like, girl. Calm down. Remove yourself from the situation. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. You can, you could never get a girlfriend that's not Ayumu or Ayumu would freak the fuck out. <laughs> She she would go full Yandere Psycho. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I fully believe this. <laughs> I'll write that fan fiction. I'm sure I it won't, exists. But I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need to write the fan fiction because Shizuku. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. So at some point, uh, there there's just some small things that happen. Like after all four of them meet up, they explain what's going on. They see a soup like a Sentai show. Uh, so they're like, wow, stage plays are fun and exciting. And then they also mm. go to a idol museum, <laughs> like like a school idol school museum. School idol museum. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Yep. This universe is just obsessed with... They just love school idols. Baby, with like, just like middle school girls in like outfits yep. performing. And I'm like... The school idol industry. My god. And when they're at the school idol museum, Lanju's there, right? So mm -hmm. they're like And she's just like decked out in swag. <laughs> she's like, I love these girls. Um, but she meets up with the group and like they just talk about what's going on and then at some point she goes to you and she's like You like it feels like you don't need to be in this club. Like you're just like all these other girls are just like catering to make you happy. Uh and she's just making it so you have overlapping dreams. And this is something that was vague for me and I don't understand it. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know. Lanju's just, she's got so watered down that she got confused about what her plot is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But then. But she, you once again, like, brushes her off and is like, eh, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want. But uh, who doesn't. She's like, we've already had this exact same conversation before. <laughs> but I We're going to have it again? <laughs> This would have been the perfect place to introduce some, some like, conflict because maybe, like, you is actually starting to question herself and, like, whether or not she can do both things. But nope. But the producers are fucking cowards! They're cowards! Um, but, however, Shizuku hears this and is like, you know, actually, maybe I'm forcing this whole acting thing on my idol girls. And she's like, I'm so sorry, all of you, for trying to make you do this acting thing. And, and then they're all like, no, it's okay. And then they go on stage and do some cringe improv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Shizuku's whole thing is like, she came up with this play, but she doesn't have an ending. And so they're just like, well, let's just improv it. Let's just figure it out on this random stage. <laughs> yeah. And then they just they just improv their way through it. Yep. And it's, it's, it's that. That's what they do. And so they come up with an end to the play that we never get to see. Nope. 
no visuals on that. So a whole fucking episode spent about this fucking play and then that we never bring up again. At the end, there is a point where um, you and uh, Ayumu end up going on a Ferris wheel and making out. So that's nice. <laughs> they kiss. They totally don't. They do. I'm gonna let I have Sarah a picture. Have her dream. I have a screenshot. Hold on. Oh, do you? <laughs> yes, they you absolutely send me that? Yes, hold on. Let me send figure me out where Pixar I put it. Pixar didn't happen. Pixar didn't happen. While you're do- while you're doing that, um, I'm just gonna say like this whole episode is kind of a conclusion to the Shizuku arc, arc we got in the last season, mm-hmm. where she kind of finally comes to the conclusions like it's better that if you're true to yourself, you're more powerful than you could be if you... Why is this called iukiss.png? What the fuck are you about to say? Because they're kissing! Sarah! (laughs) (laughs) They're just sitting very close to each other and it's shot from a weird angle. And they're making out. If they're making out, that is the least passionate making out that I've (laughs) ever seen in my entire life. Yu's not not into it, but she doesn't want to die, you see? (laughs) It's very dark, actually. Yeah, and actually, now that I'm looking at it, this is an extremely dangerous Ferris wheel. You can very easily just jump the fuck out. Yeet yourself out of it. And now that I'm back in our DMs, I'm just looking at pictures of Leon Idolmaster Mm. again and just sighing wistfully at my wife. You can understand more about Leon Idolmaster if you listen to our Kofi going wild. Listen to our special bonus episode where we literally just fucking ranted about (laughs) Idolmaster shit and Love Live Girls for a long time. Episode six. Episode six. Which one's this one? This is the Setsuna episode. Oh, this is also, also logistics episode, but it's not. Gotcha. Right. So this is the first episode that gave me an aneurysm. I understand. So, um, basically, uh, they have like they're prepping for the Idol Festival, and all the clubs are working together because it's also the cultural festival, and the film club comes to the idol club and is like let's film some behind the scenes and they so they start interviewing Setsuna and they're like what's your secret identity the world wants to know and she's like no I will never share with anyone Mm -hmm. and the girls talk to her about it later and she's like I like having a secret secret identity because it helps me keep the school idol and the president thing separate it just works out in my brain yep um but later on uh she leaves the student council meeting and uh, Shiriko sees Setsuna with her hair clip, despite being the vice or the student council president. Or yeah, whatever. she's like halfway through her henshin transformation to become Setsuna top idol, and then Shiriko finds out that she's the same person. And I'm like, oh, that was really anticlimactic. Actually, yes. she just walked past the door when Setsuna was just giving her whole speech about how I can have both slices of cake. <laughs> I can get the best of both worlds. She I can't get the best of both worlds. <laughs> it's better to da, 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 da. You get the best of both worlds. But yeah, Shiriko walks in and she's like, yeah, I heard all that. I saw the hair clip. I won't get in your way. Just do whatever you like. Uh, let's talk about this festival and just get down to business. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> but then we have our logistical drama. <laughs> which is apparently... Something that they didn't realize because they were all too excited about this idea is that with having the cultural festival and the school idol festival on the same day, 
they will be over capacity and they won't have room to do all of the events for both groups. Presumably yeah. because the the club, the amount of clubs they have is enough to make a small building. So yeah. <laughs> no room. Uh, so, so, so what I took from this is um, they had an amount of applications to perform in the school idol festival and everything was fine. But then, like, at the last possible minute, like, right before the deadline, they get a whole bunch of other people mm-hmm. applying, and now they can't fit all the school idol people um, in the same festival. Yes. And I'm just sitting at my desk, screaming, there's a real easy fucking solution to this. <laughs> it's first come, first serve. Well, you get your application in, and you're allowed until they run out of space. Well, you see, but they-, they can't do that because the School Idol Festival is where everyone's dreams come true. And if everyone's people- <laughs> dream comes true, they submit on time. <laughs> if people don't aren't able to join, then that means their dream isn't coming true. And the School Idol Festival they should have submitted earlier. Is a it's not failure. a <laughs> Oh my God! No, this whole fucking shit made me so. <laughs> So incomprehensibly angry. <laughs> you are willing to change the layout of your entire event, this massive idol and school cultural fest event. You are willing to change and jeopardize the entire thing less than a week before the <laughs> festival. First of all, I'm sorry, applications closed less than a week before <laughs> the actual festival. Are you? fucking shitting me that is a recipe for disaster how could you fucking do this this is the worst goddamn plan star, star, i hate this star, universe don't don't think about logistics or you're going to go insane i'm i'm gonna be feral for a couple minutes though sarah because the entire episode is about logistics it is. because they get they get the whole issue is that they get too many applications and they can't like you know an application okay I'm going to try and calm my down, myself down for just a minute here. Because here's the thing, you guys. As part of my fucking job, I do Artist Alley at anime conventions. And you can't just walk into an anime convention and expect to be given a spot in the Artist Alley. No. There's a limited amount of spaces. And the people, if you want to come, you have to apply for a space. And there's different ways of selecting who will be present in the artist alley a lot of smaller conventions with less interest less people applying will do first come first serve where it's like if you apply for a table you get the table and then it's easy but if you have a whole bunch of different people who all want to perform you have more applications than spaces then conventions will do one of two options either you'll have a lottery system where everybody gets put in a bag and then you draw out names and those lucky winners uh, will get an artist alley table. And that's seen as more fair because, you know, like it's not going to be the same people getting picked by a jury every single time. Or it's a jury system where uh, the staff will look through all the applications and pick out the select few who will get to be there just based on their criteria. And this is prone to bias occasionally. So some people prefer jury, some people prefer lottery. I personally have bad luck with lotteries. Like whenever it's a lottery con, I never get in. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. But so star here, is, here, listen though. The, when you don't get in, your dream isn't fulfilled. You see, and that's why it's a problem because they need everyone's dream fulfilled. And if you're someone who doesn't get in, your dream isn't fulfilled, and then you are no better than Love Live. You see. 
I am, I can feel my brain vessels in my brain fucking exploding, Sarah. I'm legitimately lightheaded from how angry the shit makes if me. If only some people get in, that means that you don't really care about those people who don't get in. And that's not are, any good. You are torturing me. This is psychological torture. So... They're like, yeah, basically, we can't say no to anybody, and now we don't have any room. <laughs> There's our problem. <laughs> because we don't want to make anyone sad, because we are cowards. <laughs> there, I physically can't go on. I need you to describe the rest of the episode for me. So, basically, <laughs> basically, uh, 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 Shizuku, not Shizuku, wow, Setsuna is like, well, I can't, as a student council president, and as someone who is a steward to my school, the right decision here is we're just going to cancel the school idol festival and move on, right? So she's like, uh -huh. sorry, it's canceled. Uh, we'll figure it out another time. Let's just move forward with the cultural the festival. Second dumbest solution to the problem. <laughs> the first dumbest solution is the thing that they actually pick. Yep. So... Basically, they're like, uh, so she walks off and she's like, I'm sad. This was my last chance to have the best of both worlds at the same time. But it's just impossible. Next semester, I'm not going to be the student council president because it's just too much work. And this was my last shot at being both. But no school idol festival for me. I had to make this decision. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Um, but then, um, all the other girls come to her and they're like, no, you can't do this. There has to be a solution. You can't just come to these decisions on your own. You need to rely on your friends. What could they possibly fucking do? So then they're Realistically, like... Realistically, <laughs> what does that accomplish? Just so being then... like, well, hey, you can't do it by yourself, but here's the rest of us who have no logistical experience running any kind of event whatsoever. I'm sure we can figure it all out together. So then... the power of friendship! So then they call the Cultural Festival Committee, which is like Shioriko and like another person. And then they're also call... they also call all of their school idol friends from all the different schools. They all get in a room together and they try to brainstorm how to solve the problem. And there are multiple ways one could solve the problem. There is like what Star said, which make a jury or lottery system, but that's horrible because it'll make people so can't follow their dreams and it'd be so sad and it's a horrible discriminating practice. Uh, there are other ideas though. They could have done like a wake of girls and like live streamed things. Like we had an episode before about live streaming. That would make sense. Yeah, we would have had precedent for that. <laughs> but no, they all discuss and they're like, yeah, it's really hard to like, all of our schools are also having cultural festivals that same week, but on different days. So conveniently, <laughs> conveniently. we're all having our cultural festivals next fucking week. And Sarah. then, and then they're like, "Wait, that's it? Instead of it being a one-day event, it's a week-long event, and each day is at a different school campus." And they have less than a week <laughs> to put a full week-long cultural fest plus idol fest together. Yep. And 
I did not survive this episode. <laughs> and everyone's like, yep, let's do it. This is the best idea ever. I'm sure our school and everyone will agree, and they do. I'm sure that all of our schools combined totally have the budget for this. I'm sure that we can totally market this well enough that people actually know that it's happening. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there definitely won't be any scheduling conflicts with all of the different groups that applied, nope. mm -hmm. who we never really get to see, by no. the way. Uh, because <laughs> fuck these extra people. They're not the ones the anime is about. Fuck them. Just fuck them. We're making this whole festival a fucking week-long event, and we can't even be fucking bothered to showcase any of the other girls who we had to move the whole situation around <laughs> to help them follow their dreams. But fuck them. We're not going to give them any screen time because fuck you and fuck them and fuck Oh my god. Well, I died. Anyways, uh, one of the <sighs> other schools I do want to mention uh, not only has Bangs Too Short Chan, but also has Baby Hair Chan as characters, <laughs> so they are worth it. <laughs> They just show up for like a couple of seconds. It's just a dumb little. It was me was and the like, Leonardo oh. DiCaprio meme, like Beyblade hair, <laughs> Beyblade hair. <laughs> Thanks to Short Chan. <laughs> Thanks to Short Chan. Fuck um, their actual names. They don't need them. But anyways, they solved it, and it's School Idol Festival time. There's a problem. I'm the solution. What if we just fucking do all the performances at the same time? And then and I, I died. I died at the end of this episode. And so you're gonna have to do the rest of the podcast by yourself because fair. I'm dead now. That's fair. And they haven't imported the next Starbot mm -hmm. 4.0 or whatever 4. the hell number. Where it's, it's delayed shipping. Delayed We're recording shipping. this on a Sunday, mm -hmm. so it's, delivery's not gonna happen until tomorrow. So then, uh, school idol festival time, and the opening act is. I guess this is the drama. Thing that Shizuka wrote, but it's just them singing a song, and there's just a, and they're wearing like circus outfits. Yeah, they're like ugly circus outfits. Uh, the song itself also isn't great. <laughs> yeah, it's like five genres at the same time. It doesn't really have a strong identity. But they sing, so it's like the Setsuna Ayumu Shizuku group. Um, and during that, Setsuna announces that she is both Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus the whole she time. She takes off the wig. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like everyone's like, what? They're the same person? I never knew. Wow. And so she does her song and dance. Uh, and then at the end of the episode... We see Shiriko and her sister comes up to her because I guess her sister's like a assistant part-time tutor teacher who's in college. And she's mm -hmm. like, hey, I see you're helping out with this event. Why aren't you actually singing in the event? Didn't you always want to be a school idol? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And next episode, Stark, you go. Okay, I'm 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 not dead anymore. I took a minute. Welcome back. <laughs> All right, so we we start the episode with a flashback mm -hmm. of Shioriko, our green-haired NPC. Um, she's her older sister used to be a school idol, 
and they tried to get into love live and she didn't get into love live mm -hmm. and she's sad and then Shiriko is also sad because she's watching her sister be a failure and it's fucking sad <laughs> yes so this is what we had mentioned at the beginning of the episode that whole drama where we're also like both starting are like oh wait you're supposed to be an important character question mark question mark yeah it's like suddenly she's getting backstory i'm like wait are we are we i guess we're supposed to care about you now hello <laughs> hello hello uh meanwhile you is trying to work on a composition for all the girls to sing together uh, at the mm -hmm. end of the week. Don't forget, it's this week. And <laughs> she's like, I don't know how to do this. How do I write for all these girls who I love very much? And all the girls are like, oh, don't worry. You have like four days. <laughs> Plenty of time. Four days. four days to write a whole <laughs> fucking song and for them to rehearse it and they don't figure out choreography. There's no rehearsing in Nijigasaki. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's it's... Day two of their just fucking amalgam festival. We see just like some random shots of the girls performing and doing festival activities. At one point, they're at one of the other schools and you recognize the Shiriko and her older sister from like a school idol photo. Mm -hmm. And then the older sister's like, oh yeah, that's me. I was a school idol, but we, we fucking sucked. And uh, Shiriko really wanted to be a school idol too. And I'm pretty sure she still wants to be. And he was like, "But." So they all run to her and they're like, hey, do you want to join our club? And she's like, and she's like, no, nah, I'm not good enough. I don't even want to try. Mm. And she's like, my sister tried to be a school idol and she was a failure. And she was so hurt and traumatized by her failure. And rather than spend your time on something you're not good at, you should focus on the things that you're good at and just do that. And I guess that's, like, her whole character in yeah. the mobile game, too. But she's much more intense and bitchy about it in the mm. uh, mobile game. Which would have given her a personality. <laughs> a personality and, like, a point for existing. Yeah. And, like, all this kind of stuff. But then they kidnap her and they're like, hey, come here. And they take her to the stage where she watched her sister do her performance, like, the last performance before she failed at Love Live and was crying and stuff. Mm. And then they're like, perform, dance, monkey, dance. And her and sister, like, her okay. sister shows up, and she's like, yeah, even though it was hard, it was worth it. Go be idol, sis. And she's like, okay, the best thing to do when you have trauma is just get over it's it. Just dance. So she, she gets over it, and she sings a little song. It's it's um kind of just like it's a little slower for an idol song, but she's she is idol. She has like a, a shiny satiny dress. Everyone's kind like of... big old present wrapping gift bows yes. on like the hat and the waist. And then afterwards she's like, Hey sis, how'd I do? And her sister's like, You still have a ways to go, but that doesn't mean you should quit. Which is like that's a good idea. That's a that's that's a good message. For literally cramming all this character's drama into one episode yep. so that we can throw it out immediately. And we see Lanju and she's like way in the back in the shadows and she's watching on and she's just kind of like bummed out. 
Yeah, because that's like her childhood friend, and her childhood friend is joining the club, and she's like, well, maybe I want to join yeah. the club, but I'm not going to say that because I'm soon there way. And also she's like, well, my friend had this thing about her that she never told me, even though it was something we had in common. That kind of sucks. Mm. Anyway, she is now, uh, Shiriko joins the club uh, very abruptly, and this whole thing takes place over one episode. And we're like, this is like, episode eight is our next episode, so we're like, three quarters of the way through the anime and then she joined <laughs> and, and if, actually if you think about it like we're like 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 through two seasons right so like we're like seven yeah. eighths through the anime and then she's like oh, okay i'm joining hey hey and i'm just like wait we're adding new characters Who are you? Like, right now Who? i thought you were an npc uh oh, fuck so episode eight i had a realization uh. Okay. So they talk about, and again, we talk about how like there's no rehearsing in Ichigasaki world. All these things just happen. Like everyone just conveniently is okay and happy with everything. They talk about how the idol festival is where people go to follow their dreams. What if this all uh-huh. is a dream? Oh, <laughs> what shit. if we're just manifesting? <laughs> What if you're it's literally just a dream sequence? That's how the music and the outfits and the choreography mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, come mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yep. Oh my god, Sarah, I think you fucking It was all a dream. Inception noise. Anyways. Anyways. So episode eight, it's the last day of the Idol Festival. Mm -hmm. And we are at Nijigasaki High School for the final day. And our opening act is Lanju. And she's like, yep. I'm going to be the star of the show. People are just going to think about me. So by the end of the day, when you all perform, it won't even matter. Right? Uh, meanwhile, you is still trying to figure out how to write her song for tonight. For tonight? She's not done writing no. the song that they're performing tonight? No. Holy fucking shit, girl! Um, <laughs> so, I'm so angry. Then at some point, like, she talks to everyone and she's like, there's just so much pressure that, like, I'm trying to convince Lanju, but I'm also, like, trying to show that I can write music because I switched my whole, like, career path for this. But all the girls are like, like, don't worry, we're just happy to sing what you write. Yeah, and then at some point Mia talks to you and you's like, I just want to make this song really special because I get inspired by them and there's part of me that wants to be on stage with them, but I'm, I can't be an idol, so I don't know what to do. Um, and then she, Mia helps you like tweak the song right before they go on. Mm-hmm. And now at the end of the episode, it's performance time. Uh, the Nijigasaki girls all go on well, stage. First, first we have to oh. talk about Lanju. Oh yeah. So talk about Lanju because I didn't write much yes, about her. So while you's having this struggle, uh, Lanju does her performance. Um, there's like this like thing where like there's like a toy boat going through the I school. I don't care about the toy yeah, boat. Yeah, but I think the visual metaphor there is the boat doesn't reach the end, which is where it's supposed to be like Olympic torch style to set Lanju off. But like she's like, I don't need the boat to go. The I'm gonna do it time. on my own, right? So she's like, I don't. And I think the boat is like symbolizing the unity of the school. And she's like, I don't need that. I'm Lanju. Uh, so she goes on stage and she uh, does her song. Um, I I really do like all of Lanju's songs. They're pretty fun. Yeah, it's all no, kind of the same K-pop-y style. Uh, good jams. They're good jams. Um, and after she's done, uh, she goes up to Shioriko and she's like, Hey, uh, I heard you're joining the Idol Club. 
I didn't know about it, but I'm used to people not wanting to open up to me. Bye. Oof. 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 Um, big oof. Big oof. Uh, and then uh, we get a little bit of time where um, all of the subunits are performing. They're just like short clips. Um, and th then during this time, that's when you uh, and Mia touch up on her song, as we had mentioned before. Yeah. And then it's time for the performance. The performance time. And so this is actually really cute because like mm -hmm. all the girls go on stage, but then they somehow manage to drag a grand piano onto like a separate stage that's kind of at the back of the audience. Mm -hmm. And then use up there and she starts playing a piano version of the song. And then like all the little light sticks turn into a rainbow. And I have to wonder if this was inspired by Aqua Rainbow. I know. I hope it was. I really hope it was because that would be very cute. Um, and then the girls on the main stage quick change into their actual outfits just because dream magic logic. Mm -hmm. um, and then they perform a song, which I think, if I remember correctly, this song is Tokimeki Runners, which I believe is the first group song that was ever released for like oh, the entire group. I had no idea. That's really cute then. I like it. Symbolism. It's symbolism. And uh, post-credits, uh, we get a scene where all the girls are celebrating the Love Life Festival. Or School Idol Festival. There's no love life here. What are we talking there about? There's no love life. Um, and Lanji comes up and she's like, you were right. I was wrong. You win. Goodbye. <laughs> like, oh, they're so good. I can't be here anymore. I gotta save face and I gotta skip town. Noom. Bye. Noom. So episode nine. Episode nine. Uh, Lanju skips town. Episode nine. Mia. So Mia just randomly gets a text from Lanju and Lanju's like, hey, I'm, I'm quitting and I'm moving back to Hong Kong. And Mia's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she goes up to Lanju and she's like so upset that she like starts speaking in English half the time. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I need you to, so you can perform my music because how else am I going to get my music out in the this world what are you thinking are you saying i'm not good enough and that's why you're leaving and Lanji's just like no i did what i wanted to do here so i'm gonna leave now bye um so then mia goes like hardcore and being like i'm gonna write a song that'll convince Lanji not to leave right so she mm -hmm. like holds herself up and just like goes crazy composing stuff and like presents it to Lanju, and Lanji's like nah <laughs> and so like yeah. she just kind of holds herself up some more yeah, so Mia just gets super mad, and we this is where we get some Mia character building. So apparently she comes from, like, this rich music family. She, when she was a kid, she really loved singing, but during her, like, debut performances, like, debuting as a member of her family, uh, she got stage fright. Mm -hmm. And it's a real blink-and-you-miss-it type of scene, so it's like you feel like her having performance anxiety and stage fright is something that the show could have played on a bit more. And they literally don't, one like, thing even that's, a little bit. One thing I do appreciate, though, um, the person who gets the story out of Mia is Rena. So I think that's kind of cute, at least, that we're seeing yeah. Rena being able to connect with people, which is nice. Yeah. I, like, like, these two forge, like, a little bit of a friendship here, and it's very cute. They're good. Sweet. They're very good. Mm -hmm. Just, like, kind of the less emotional ones are the ones who end up bonding. And I'm like, aw, babies. Yeah, and then Rena's like, well... I understand about being scared and having stage fright, 
But if it's something you love, and if you love singing more than you like composing, then why don't you just sing? Like, don't worry about other people. Just do what you want to do. Mm. But yeah, so so uh, another thing about uh, Mia is like, she's like, I have to be a member of this family. And if I can't perform, then I'll write music. And if I can't write music, then I'm not worth anything. And Oof. I'm like, baby girl, no. Oof. Baby girl, no. Industry is harsh. Mm-hmm. Being an artist is hard in any way. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> yep. Relatable feels. <laughs> we both went to art school. How about yeah. that? But Stuff. then she's like, well, maybe what I need to do is write. I'm still going to write a song to convince Lanji not to leave, but I'm going to go at it at a different angle after talking to you, Rena. So then she gets to writing music again, only from now on, she's not alone holed up in a room writing music like all the other school idol club girls are like coming in and making sure she eats and takes baths and cleans her room at the same time. Mm. Um, it's a very good little montage. And she's about to finish when Shioriko gets a text from Lanju saying, I'm at the airport, I'm about to leave. <laughs> B, 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 T, T, Y, L. <laughs> leaving and then and then Mia's just like go to the airport and stall her <laughs> because she's leaving on a jet plane make her miss her flight if you have to I have to give her a special performance to try and convince her not to not to not to get on this airplane yes. that she's probably spent thousands of dollars getting okay she has a penthouse flight. she's okay I know she but might even still. have a private plane we don't even know god but yeah, so the, all the other girls find her at the airport and they stall for like approximately 10 seconds and that's just enough time for me to get there. And she's like, you're just giving up. I'm going to follow my dreams and I'm going to instantaneously get over my stage fright and I'm going to perform a song for you right here, right now. Let's go. And so then she performs Fireflies by Owl City. She, it's very electronic. And she's her music is sounds like Owl City. It's that's just my opinion. But I like I like Owl City, so we we still appreciate well, you her. You know, just, just just point of fact, Sarah, is that I did happen to see that you were listening to the song on Spotify. Oh, dude! At one point. No, here's the thing about all of Nijigasaki is, except for that one song, like the Shizuku Setsuna Ayumu song, mm-hmm. I really like this music. <laughs> so yes, I did. I know. I see you're, we're friends on Facebook, yeah. and therefore your Spotify shows yeah. up on my feed, and I'm like, ah, Sarah's listening to Nijigasaki music. Yeah. I just put, I put like a playlist from the season on shuffle and I'm there. I like the music. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just teasing you oh, because yes. that's what I do. No, and I and I like Fireflies by Owl City. So here we are. Ten million Idarus. <laughs> but really, it's like it's like it's in, mostly in English, like half English, half Japanese. It's saying don't. No, I'm pretty sure it's all in English. Oh, is it all in English? That would make yeah. sense. She's talking about don't hide your brightness. Mm. <laughs> so she's uh. She's, the lyrics are a little awkward, but yes. they are all in English. And it's it's basically like, don't run away just because you can't be perfect, which is mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the vibe of the episode. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and then Lanju's like, I can't stay because I always end up pushing people away and I have a hard time understanding people and making friends. And so I always thought that I would be better off as a solo artist. 
and I didn't want to join the club because the idea of solo idols who were still able to work together was too scary and I didn't think I could do it. But I guess I'll go ahead and join your club and stuff. <laughs> and they're all like, cool! <laughs> the pact is complete. Now we have all our girls. That's not the correct jingle, but pretend like I know anything about Final Fantasy. No, it is the correct jingle. You're okay. Oh, is it? Yes. I couldn't. I always get the join the party and the beat a monster jingle. He did it. Because I've never oh, played a Final well, Fantasy it is game that included it, them. It is the beat a monster jingle. I just assumed that the monster was the friends we made all the way. going <laughs> <laughs> to beat the shit out of our friends. Let's fucking go. Anyways, laundry's in the group. Episode 10. So we just, we already had the school idol festival and we resolved our laundry trauma. So now it's time. So we have four episodes with fucking nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing Oh, but before we get into that, Sarah, would you like to hear uh, the rest of what Yazu sent me? Yes. Oh, there's more. Oh, Sarah, there's several Oh, I'm so interested. Yes, please. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to paraphrase this. Um, she only wrote a little bit about Mia, and I think I've already said it, it's like, basically, yeah, she's just, like, a fucking super genius, um, and she, she, in the anime, they portray her more as shy, when in the actual, like, game, she's more just cold, Mm. um, and they didn't really go into her performance anxiety really at all until it was relevant. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so, Lanju, her story is kind of, like, fucked up. So apparently in the game, between the timeline of season one and season two, uh, Yu does a study abroad for the summer. What? (laughs) uh, And comes back a little ways into the new school semester. And when she comes back, Lanju has showed up and created a separate club called the School Idol Association. What? (laughs) And so the School Idol Association has a lot more funding and recognition from the school because Lanju's mom is the school director. What? What? This is never brought up what? in the anime. <laughs> what? Yeah, so Lanju's like a villain for like this whole bit. And she's taking like the usual love live thing of like, follow your passions, do your best. But she kind of makes them real selfish. Uh-huh. Uh, and so she's like, I want to be the best idol no matter what. Like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. Mm-hmm. To train myself is my cause. Uh-huh. Um, and she she's like, I want to tr- help train others so that we can all be the best that we can be. And I'm going to use, I'm going to be really harsh about it and just be like the real gung-ho trainer about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And apparently I and Corinne actually quit and what? joined Lanju's club. Wait, this sounds so much more interesting than That's our next ep- than episode said. 10. <laughs> that is what I said. And so they end up becoming like backup dancers for her, but the train but like they don't like being backup dancers, but then she's they're realizing that like she's they're actually learning a lot more from her training than they were in the original club. What? And um but Lanju's like really hard on people. Like she wants them to be their best, but she ends up coming on really Because in the game because in the she... game she's a Shiho. Because she's a Shiho in the game! But she's yeah. not in the anime. <laughs> not in the anime at all! They kicked her out of the group chat because she's so like fucking watered down oh, in the anime. Shame. And so apparently she's just like Lanju just comes on really, really strong, and that's why she's had a hard time like keeping friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so the song that Mia writes to keep her from leaving is actually not her own personal song, but it's a song by a group of three that the three newbies end up becoming. Oh, interesting. Um, and so Mia's like, hey, Lanju, if you don't think you can be the best alone, then you don't have to be alone. 
and the three of us can be together in a unit and we can stay and join the original like school idol group and we can become one and uh <laughs> then the that's her character arc huh well that's a lot more uh clear on her motivations yeah no <laughs> i wish i had gotten to see that yeah i'm so Mad. I was texting Yazzie. I'm like, oh my god, we could have gotten that. I'm gonna start biting people <laughs> because you have your fangy. Because I've got my fangies, and I'm just <laughs> anyway. So, well, so that's what Lanju's whole thing was, apparently. So instead of getting that, we get episode ten. <laughs> so episode ten is where we just have no plot. It's just the they just play Pokemon Go. <laughs> the show has no plot anymore because we've used it all up. We used all the plot. Uh, which is not even true because there's a plot in the mobile games, apparently, that we there just don't is. ever use. That we just fucking threw out. Bye. Your but shit sucks. What's character conflict? The best way to get over your drama is to just get over it. But basically, they play Pokemon Go. They have, like, a training camp. Uh little sleepover thing there's yeah. a little sub story in episode 10 of lanju wants to take a selfie with everyone and she's too shy to ask uh and kasumi wants to prove to everyone that she's a good president and she does <laughs> she yeah she just does event planning and it just there this episode is just a lot of shenanigans really. yeah yeah so um and at the end uh you wins their pokemon go challenge Yep. And she's like, I was writing new music for all of you, and so as my prize for winning, I want you guys to write lyrics for your own music. Yep. And we don't see them ever writing the lyrics. The end. Never, ever. <laughs> episode 11. So episode 11's weird, because it starts out with them being like, hey, we were told we uh, our application to register officially as a club got approved. And it's like, wait... Have you guys not been an official club this whole time? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, the student council president is in the club. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I want, uh, there's part of me that's wondering if maybe this is just, like, a different way that Japanese school clubs work. Mm, possibly. Or maybe it's, like, them being registered with, like, Love Life as a club. I don't But they weren't know. clear about it. Because they were saying, like, well, if we became official... Um, well, no. So the thing with Kasumi at the beginning is she was just overhearing rumors and the other girls were like, I don't even think we applied for that. Uh-huh. And so true. then like most of the episode is them debating, like, do we become an officially official club or not? And then after like half the episode of talking about it, they decide to not because they're happy just doing what they've been doing. Yes. Um, and there's one line with Rena saying, he's like, oh, well, you know, having like an officially sanctioned uh, practice space for the club would give us more space to rehearse. And I'm like, do you rehearse? Yeah. <laughs> Have true. we ever seen you rehearsing ever at all in this entire point. show? Yeah, it's because it's a li weird dream space and we just jump I, to things. I'm, I've, I'm just fully... Fully in favor of your theory that this entire show is just a dream because, because that's the only way it makes it's sense. It's because it's everyone's dreams coming true. They talk about it. Holy fucking shit, you're right, yeah. Yep. It's, no, it's that, that, what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's all a dream. It's all a dream. That's why um, there's no conflict because you can't have <laughs> conflicts in dreams. Speaking of conflict, something happens at the very end of the episode, the only <laughs> real thing that happens, where you think this will be a something that is a big source it's of conflict. Not! <laughs> Which is Ayumu gets an email addressed to her in English, and it's mm -hmm. like, I really want to 
start a school idol club, but I don't know how. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And there's also the whole third year drama that's in every school idol anime happens. Mm-hmm. It happens for about, they spend about three minutes on it, and then yeah. it never comes up again. It's just like Corinne is acting weird and staring into space a lot, and then she talks to the other third years, and she's like, you know, I'm kind of sad because we're going to be graduating soon. And the other two were like, yeah. Let's just That's be it. idols. Let's just the be end. idols. The end. None <laughs> of that shit. Push it off the desk. We don't care. Yeah. The girls decide they're going to do a New Year's Eve concert. Yep. Because that's where we're going now. They all realize we've never actually had a concert that's just us ever. Yeah, and so they decide, yeah, we want to do that. And so uh, the Love Life prelims are coming up. And Kanada's sister, who you'll remember is also a school idol, is like preparing for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's Ayumu, who's thinking, is like, wow, I got that letter. And there's an option for me to do, like, a short-term foreign exchange in London. Like, for ten and, days, like, not any amount yeah, of time. Yeah, for, for, like, less than two weeks. It's just a little bitty. And she's like, well, I don't want me and you to grow apart. And I'm like, bitch, you're going to be gone for, like, two weeks. <laughs> yep. That's, like, summer vacation. And meanwhile, you is distracted because there's, like, a music composition tournament and she's freaking out because she's like if i enter this ayumu's gonna think we're growing apart and then she will murder me because <laughs> she's been real clingy and weird but okay <laughs> so this, this whole music competition thing was the other thing that drove me fucking crazy yep. not nearly as crazy as the logistics of the whatever festival <laughs> but not much in this show has driven me that crazy i think that's the maddest i've been since mm-hmm. yamato's dad's bullshit and yep. idolish seven fair but um, so you says, is like, well, I'm not sure if I want to enter this competition because despite the fact that I switched to the music course at our extremely prestigious high school, I'm not sure if I actually want to do music mm-hmm. forever. And I'm like, you could have just gotten a piano teacher. Yeah. <laughs> if you were going to be this wishy-washy about it then you could have just started taking after-school private lessons. (laughs) You did not have to switch into the music course of your high school where everyone else is presumably going to become professional musicians. Hey, hey, now you're starting to sound like Shiho Lanju. No, this is my villain art. I'm just saying, like, she didn't have to do that. No. If she was going to be wishy-washy about it, she could have just, like, taught herself on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Or started taking private lessons. We have this whole drama about her joining the music school. She didn't have to join the music school. Mm Mm-hmm. If she didn't want to do it as a living, then why'd she even bother? Yeah. I'm so mad about these teens. But it's okay because it's a dream and it doesn't matter. It's all a dream. It'll all be the same day, and she'll be like, what's a school idol? And I don't mm-hmm. know. No, wait, Sarah, I think that's it. I think that's exactly what happened. Because remember in the very first episode that you mm-hmm. said after she watched Setsuna perform, uh, she spent, like, the entire night watching school idol <gasps> videos online. And this is what she dreamed this after she watched the school after idol videos. She fell asleep, uh-huh. and then this whole rest of the series is just what she dreamed about. That makes so much more sense. This is canon. I'm calling it canon as of right now. The Love Live Dream canon. The Love Live Dream canon. Everything (laughs) is a dream after the second half of episode one. Yep. Sold. That's why all of a sudden Ayumu's thing makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's all dream logic. That's especially, the only way the show especially because like Setsuna's concert, it kind of makes sense where like everyone's like watching her on stage and like the pyrotechnics look like they're pyrotechnics, not like actual fire. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's when the dream happens. Yep. It, yeah. I think this is canon. Yep. Sold. I think love. I think that Love Live Nijigasaki is the one kind of weird child of Love Live franchise because it's the only one that never actually happened. Yep. Well, Can't I mean, it did happen in Use Mind. In Use Mind. Dream <laughs> space. Um. Anyway. So, anyways. Uh. So Ayumu's still struggling about her thing. She like talks to like some of the international kids and is like, "Hey." Uh, there's this girl who wants to start school idols. Is that a thing in London? And everyone's like, no, it's really like only a thing in this universe in Japan. And then Ayuma's like, well, maybe I could help them get it started overseas in the two weeks I'm going to be over there. Yep. Uh, and then the Love Life prelims happen, um, but they're online, so they won't really have an audience. But like everybody wants to be able to support Kanada's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they end up doing is they go to a park and they like project the concert live stream on like a fountain so that everyone can watch and cheer them on. It's actually really cute. It's pretty but cute. why was it here? Yeah. And they also go the other way and they're like, hey, uh, like they, they send a link to the stream to the girls doing the Love Life prelims. And the reason why I think it was here, which like, again, none of this is really clear. It's, it's such a wishy-washy show. Mm-hmm. But from what I understood, like, both you and Ayuma go to Kanata for advice. Like, how do I stay close with someone even if we're far apart? And Kanata's, like, feeling the same thing with her graduating and her sister. And I mm-hmm. think the idea is, like, because they couldn't physically be close to the girls who are doing the Love Life prelims, they found a way to connect. And I think the idea is you can find a way to connect even though you're apart. But they don't really do that yeah well. i didn't get that <laughs> I, I i had to like it was like while i was writing the notes i was like oh, okay i think this is what they're trying to do but it, it wasn't didn't, didn't really, do it very well it wasn't done very well but i'm guessing that's why all of those are combined together yeah so idea. i mean aside from just like the metaphor talk the last two episodes were completely pointless yes absolutely it's there's nothing that happens and then it's time for their concert the last episode yep. And this no, is three episodes. The last three episodes. Last three episode episodes. 10, 11, and 12 are just fucking useless filler because all the drama's already done. Yep, there's no drama and then anymore. The whole last episode is concert. Oh, and actually, at the end of episode 13, you and Ayumu are both like, hey, uh, I'm going to do this thing. And they're both like, okay, cool. And there's no drama about it whatsoever. <laughs> Which you would think there would be because of how much drama the two of them had before, but no, there's Sarah. no drama. Sarah, don't you know that the best way to get over your trauma is to just yep. get over it? It's true. It's just get over it. The love life just rule. Get over it. I. <laughs> this is a genuine plea to our listeners. If there is an idol anime that we could cover in this show that doesn't do that shit, please tell me what it is so that I can <laughs> watch it and be like Gordon motherfucking Ramsay, like finally some good fucking character growth. <laughs> I am desperate at this point. Okay, I mean we've we've done good anime with with characters. We've done good anime, but it's just like so many shows are just like, oh, you've There's got a lot, trauma. Not. Get over it. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, episode fourteen, uh, our final episode of Nijigaku. 13. You said fourteen. It's thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Sorry. 
Um, <laughs> forbidden episode. <laughs> the forbidden technique. Uh, our last episode. Uh, this one is their concert. Their first concert. The entire concert, episode is their concert. Their first basically. concert and their last concert. Mm. Um, there's Everybody like, just kind of has like short little scenes. Yes. Um, it's kind of cute. So like they, they title their concert First Live With You, like Y-O-U. But like there's like a flower over the O. So it's also like First Live With You. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's cute. Cute. Um, oh, I made a comment here, which I should have made a comment back when we saw her, but uh, Kanata's mom looks like Asuna from Sword Art Online. <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> she looks the same. So, <laughs> And Sword Art Online takes oh, place no. in the dream world of this virtual reality thing. So maybe <laughs> it's not a dream. Maybe all of Nijigaku takes place in Sword Art Online. And when you die in the... Nijigasaki High School, you die in real life. You die in the school idol anime, you die in for real. Yeah, that's that's Amazing. just my theory. Amazing. So, uh, there is, so, you know, uh, I have a couple of notes here. Mia finally performs in front of an audience and is fine, minus one hint that she was, like, a little bit nervous backstage. We solve our trauma by just getting over it. Uh, same with Rina. Her mask stops working, and she's okay, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be okay. Okay, although, okay, although uh... Rena's shit did make me cry though. Yeah, because it was very, it was good. very sweet. Um, so like her, her board glitches and like you know Rena doesn't really show emotions very much. So I'm willing to give that a pass. Yeah, that she doesn't seem nervous. Um, but so she goes on without her mask and yeah, like true to form, like she sounds happy when she's singing, but she's not smiling. And everyone in the audience sees that. Yeah, and they to cheer her on. They all do the pen lights, like the light formations in the shape of her mask. It's pretty cute. And it was so it's cute. It's pretty cute. Fucking cried. I actually would say I do appreciate, like, especially with like Rena and Mia's like friendship. I feel like she got a lot of like passive character development this season, yeah, even though she did not yeah. have her own episode. It's just best girl. Yeah, Fine. she's she's just the best. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just fucking love her so much. And then there's also a thing where you get, like, a little, like, flower. It's not even a full standee, but, like, a bouquet. And it's from fans who are saying, hey, thank you for composing the music for these girls. Which, like, she didn't. <laughs> One song that she's composed <laughs> at this point. But she gets all blushy and is like, I didn't want to admit it, but I'm actually really happy that I was recognized as part yeah. of the group. It's sweet, it's sweet. And so the girls go on and they do like one last performance. They do a song. The outfits are pretty cute. They're a little understated, but mm -hmm. honestly, I really like them. Yeah, uh, so they're, they're like... mostly white. With mm -hmm. they have just like little splashes of color and like the inside pleats of the skirt mm -hmm. and like the trim and stuff like that. Yes, and it almost looks more like a school uniform too than like full on idol, but it works because it's like their high school performance. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Don't they have like little hats, like little berets they or do. something? I forget. And while they're singing their song, there's like clips from like all over the world of everyone watching their concert. And mm -hmm. there are no men in this world. Sarah, there are zero there are men. No <laughs> men in this world, aside from like Honoka's dad is yeah. the only man in the universe. <laughs> and I guess Nigo has brothers, but like that's all like that's all first love life. Nijikasaki, there's no men. Like there are no boys. There's Emma's like siblings, but like you don't know, like they just have short hair. Like they I don't think there's men. <laughs> like No, there are not. There are no men in this world. No men at all. 
But yeah, uh, so the one other cute thing about this is like Yu is actually playing the piano on stage, but she's like behind a little one-way screen so she can <laughs> see out, but people can't see in. Yes. The one thing is that there is no piano in this song. There's none. So like, what's she doing? <laughs> <laughs> she's playing Love Life School Idol Festival, the game, using piano as the keys. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past her, honestly. Yeah, she's a, she's a big Idol fan. Oh, gosh. Uh, but yeah, so we get an epilogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mia joins the student council. Yep. Uh, Shioriko becomes the president. Mm-hmm. Ayumu goes to London and meets the London idols who messaged her. Yep. And uh, Yu is looking at the rainbow and all happy, being like, this is great. And that's the end of the show. Yes. And I presume because Love Life, uh, maybe there'll be a movie oh, where Sarah, they go to London. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine it. I feel like Nijigasaki is like the, the black sheep of Love Life. <laughs> I cannot picture them getting a movie anytime soon. Uh, well, the Love Life movie trend is they go to another country and we have London set up. So it's possible. True. Yeah. Ayumu has something happen in London and then all the girls have to get plane tickets to go visit her. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, that's probably, if they do a movie, that's probably what it is. But yeah. uh, I'm so much more frustrated after you told me what actually happened. Yeah, look at my own personal hell. I don't even play the mobile game. I don't even go here. And after Yazoo told me that, I got so fucking mad. I'm like, that's what do you so mean we could have had that? That's so much interesting. What? Apparently, like, she was just so pissed by the last episode. It I don't just... blame her. No, I'm so, again, the producer's. Of this anime. They're cowards. Are cowards. Cowards. Legitimate cowards. Give us conflict. Give us girls we don't actually like for any reason. We need I mean, conflict. We ha- okay, now, 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 I don't want another Nico. No, no, we don't I need, want a we character. don't need a Kasumi. We need, a, we need, like, wake up girl Shiho. We need Lanju how she actually was. We need a Shiho. We need a Shiho. We need a Shiho to come out of nowhere and make the other group stronger so that they can go up against her. We need a fucking Leon. We need a Shiho. We mm-hmm. don't need Nico. Get out of here. We yeah. don't need Kasumi. Kasumi. <laughs> what the fuck do you even do aside from be obnoxious? <laughs> I just, oh, I'm so yeah. tired. I think just from like a combination of all the shows that we've watched recently, a lot of them being kind of, like, this is leftover feelings from like On, On Stars. Stars. Mm-hmm. and like all the like stop being uh, cowards that's stop the answer being cowards give me the good shit yes give us Tired. character development don't just like gloss over people just so you can fit a bunch of new characters in yeah and like, like we already have our next couple of episodes planned out sarah and i talked before the podcast like what we kind of want to do and like so she's got a show that she's gonna watch i'm gonna force her to watch it finally mm-hmm. Um, I've got a show that I want to watch, and then before you know it, Cursed Idol October will be happening. We've already got all of our animes laid out for that, and I'm very excited. But we have a couple of episodes, we have, like, space for three episodes between, um, Cursed Idol October and the end of the year, because one of those episodes is going to be our Christmas special. (laughs) So we have three episodes left, and this is a genuine plea to our audience. Mm-hmm. I need some good fucking food. <laughs> Give her some good fucking food. I need some good fucking idol anime with a good fucking story. So if anyone knows any, legitimately, please tell me which ones that we should watch because I am I'm losing faith in myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go through a goddamn villain arc if I watch another character just get over their trauma <sighs> with no Powerful. recourse at all. 
powerful. I'm, I'm becoming the villain of our podcast. <laughs> this is, I don't want to be this person, but mm-hmm. the world is making me into this. The pit is making you into this. I'm, I'm going to become the fucking Joker. I swear to God. Star is going to come <laughs> out the pit with a knife. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you joke about the pit because I just binged all of Made in Abyss. And I'm like, you, you, <laughs> I heard. You, you can't come out of that pit. <laughs> There's you no coming back that from that pit. pit. You stay in that pit. <laughs> Fuck you. You're in the pit forever. I want, I want Geki. I want to throw Geki doll in the pit so I never have to think about it again. Uh, but that being said, uh, you will notice we have other plans besides Love Live. Uh, we will be doing Superstar for next year just so we have content for Live Laugh Love Live next year. Uh, we will... Yeah. Be, continue to go strong i might cave and watch it anyways no but... me too though it looks really good <laughs> but <it's, laughs> we won't talk like, about okay, it <laughs> we the original plan was to do nijikasaki and the first season of superstar mm-hmm. all in one go and then but like then... right after we planned that season two of superstar started coming out and it's not going to end until like october yes so, so like, we well let's just wait until next year yes yeah, so we're gonna wait till we can do both seasons together just like last year with nijikasaki so mm-hmm. Look forward to that for Live Laugh Love Life Summer 2023. And again, mm-hmm. I, I'm probably just going to watch it because I'm, I'm yeah, already kind attached of the same. to the ginger leader because I've heard good things. <laughs> kind of the same, honestly. I just, I want to see these girls. So, Nijigasaki, uh, best girls, star, question mark. Lanju, I guess, but like real Lanju, please. Real Lanju, yeah. Not diet Lanju. <laughs> kind of the same. Like, I actually liked Lanju in this one, but I like her better after what you told me about no, her. No, I like her when she's a bitch. Be a bitch. It's okay. And then, like, still, like, I really like Rina. Like, I like the fact that... No, she's so good. We actually got some character development about, like, from her, even if she wasn't, like, the focus of any episodes. Yeah, no, it's good. I kind of... So, uh, in Mia's little song and dance number the first one that she gets uh before the chorus she's wearing like a little costume that's like a little cat ear hoodie and like a tail and like a little mini skirt i really like that outfit and i kind of want to cosplay it yeah do it you're american yeehaw i speak english (laughs) america (laughs) i i can totally pass for a 14 year old let's fucking go yeehaw let's go Yeehaw. yeehaw indeed but yeah i mean Nijigaku. Like, there's Niji, Nijigasaki. Yep, yep. It's it's a show. It was a dream sequence. It was and... a whole dream sequence. Uh, slightly a nightmare for me. A nightmare the reason, points. The reason why there's no men in it is that you just doesn't care about men. You just doesn't care about boys because she's a fucking lesbian. And she okay, just girl. loves the girls. And that's why there's no men in this one, even though there's men in original love life. Yep. Mm-hmm. But only Honoka's dad. <laughs> and Nico's siblings. Eco siblings. They're the only men. <laughs> That's all we got. I think that maybe Love Live is just, uh, you know how we talked about inside them, there's boys, dads, and teens? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that maybe like the boys phase, the men all in Love Live verse just have to move somewhere else. <laughs> so you're, you're, you, un- once you become old enough that you're not a, uh, a lad anymore, Mm-hmm. Um, then you have to move to another country and you can't come back until you've established your dad energy. Mm, I see, I see, I see. That makes sense I, to me. I think this is how it works because we've got lads, which is like mm-hmm. little kids. We've got dads, which are like older married men who cannot be a potential love rival for the girls. Um, there are no teens. No teens. No teens. teens are gone. It's Goodbye, the life teens. cycle of a man. You start <laughs> as a lad, you develop into a teen, and then you eventually develop into a dad. That middle Pokemon evolution does not exist. <laughs> no, no, non-existent. 
not exist at the rarest Pokemon. Uh, so, yeah, Nijigasaki, um, apparently the producers are cowards. That's my final thought. It could have been more. <laughs> there was so much potential. But uh, they're cowards. I can't believe we had to sit through the last three episodes that were just nothing. There was nothing. I mean, the music was good. I'll give it that. I the really music like. Music extremely good. Renichi Kasaki's music is my favorite of all the Love Light music, straight up. I think it's, it's really fun. Good. But plot wise, they're cowards. Cowards. I will never <laughs> forgive them. All I can say is that next year when we watch Superstar, it better be fucking good. Gotta I'm give going us. To break Love Life. You gotta give us something good. You you went you did so good like the growth between original Love Live and Love Live Sunshine I talked mm-hmm. about it in those episodes the change in like actually seeing the characters going through it I fucking yeah. loved it and then it feels like this was just such a fucking step back and they had all the materials to work with yeah and they just threw them in the ocean I, I and was like of, what if they were all friends when you say cowards that's really how I feel it's like to me it feels like they got that controversy of like the oh one of the girls looks like a man in the love live sunshine movie and our fans hate us forever and they're like if we do something controversial then they'll never be fans again so we're not going that to if be we controversial do if we add controversy to our anime and we make a character who's not likable we won't be able to sell as much merch of them and that's kind of how it feels it feels like they know how to write a better story, but they're scared too. <laughs> that's kind of how cowards. I feel about I mean, it. That's that... what I've been saying the whole time. They're cowards. Cowards. Agree. Uh, anyway, if you want to read a good story, castoff.com. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to uh, find us on the internet, where can you find us? You can find us. Uh, we've got a website, uh, idledays.card.co. That's a idle days, all one word, dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O, or idleluminati.net, because that's mm-hmm. the domain that Sarah reserved for us. I spend like uh, a whole dollar on that every year. Wow. <laughs> uh, and then Sarah, uh, if people want to tweet at us on social media or Instagram at us on social media, where can they go? Uh, we are at idle days pod. That's at I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S-P-O-D. Uh, tweet at us which characters you think are most like idol master characters. And also, <laughs> where do you think all the boys went? Australia. Australia. <laughs> they went to whatever country the Guidel animes are filmed in. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Also, um, we have a Discord. You wow. should totally join and talk to us about how the Love Live producers are cowards. 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 Talk about <laughs> the Love Live mobile game because I'm genuinely curious for yeah. people who have played it. I want to hear more. Tell I want to play it myself because I don't have time for mobile games. But tell us what we could have had. Tell, tell us what we could have had and make me and Sarah sad <laughs> so that we can just like lay in bed and cry and like t- do the Wolverine touching the photo frame <laughs> like meme. Like, yeah. What <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we want to hint about some of our next episodes? Sure. So Star kind of mentioned we're going to each have individuals, one together, and then it's Cursed Idol October. Uh, my next individual episode is a recent Idol show, and that'll mm-hmm. be my I didn't. Hint. I didn't know that this show existed until you dropped it into our spreadsheet and we were talking about it before we started recording. Yes, very, very recently finished. And then I am, uh, I have no idea if I'm going to enjoy this show or not, but it keeps coming up whenever I, like, whenever I tell, if I go to a convention and I talk to people about our podcast, so many times people have asked me, have you or would you ever cover this series? And I said, it's on, our cons- it's on our list of considerations, but we haven't done it yet. 
and I've just gotten so curious mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm, I'm biting the bullet and I'm going to watch it. And I guess from my experience with it, which is just I have friends who are really into it, mm-hmm. uh, I would consider Idol adjacent. Uh, yeah. So that's where we are on that one. I mean, like, they're performers, but they're not idols, but they're basically idols, but mm-hmm. they're not. Yes. Oh, I will also posit that it is a, it's a guy show. Boys. We're going to talk about boys. 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 So yeah, that's our next couple of episodes. If anyone Wahoo. wants to take a crack at those. Waha. And meanwhile, I will try not to go out in the rain anymore as the main character. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's okay that you did because I kind of enjoyed not having to think about love life. (laughs) (laughs) I had a chance to, this was me after two weeks of getting to cool down. (laughs) Imagine if she was still worked up when we Imagine if it it was fresh. My God. (laughs) We would have, I I wouldn't have been able to record this podcast episode. Oh God. Anyway, this has been Idle Days. We've been been Lady. lady. See See you next next live. live. Bye. Bye.